0: Hey guys, I have actual audio of uh, Ryan Day, Ohio's head coach, talking to his linebacker Kavon Pope after he quit the Ohio team in the middle of their game against Akron. Here we go. If you do come back, this job won't be here for you. I hope you're right. I am right. You're fired. Why? I mean, I already quit, so. No, you're fired. I write the book, okay? Here's how it went down. You walked in, uh, you're fired. All right, and thanks for being so mature about this and professional. Well, I was very professional. You're fired. All right. Get out! Get out of my sight! No! Welcome back to another episode of house of hell i'm charlie prue and this is episode well lucky number 13 of season two i hope everyone's calm and good today you know after the rutgers game some scares we'll go over them uh first i'd le- just like to thank you Thank all of you for listening to House of Hail on Apple, Google, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, etc, etc, etc. Um, you guys know I appreciate all of you, and I'm hoping you'll spread the word about the House of Hail podcast. Um also, I give you full permission to spread the word on the House of Hail podcast. Facebook and Instagram pages. The Instagram page is coming up, y'all. It's coming up. And as always, message me for your free swag bags. Swag bags. And I've got some new um, square magnets instead of the round ones. See how you guys like those. Um, I also have, a, this is very exciting, and exclusive here on House of Hail. Um, I have new a, a new swag item. Yeah. They won't be included with the swag bags, but you'll still get, they'll be like a separate swag. You'll see. So uh, stay tuned to the House of Hale Facebook page to see what's coming at ya. All right. Um, let's get into some Saturday football. Let's get into some Saturday football, y'all. Y'all ready? All right, first, um, you saw what kind of program Ryan Day has at Ohio. Selfish brats <laughs> who'll take their ball and go home if they don't get their ways. You can't quit in the middle of a game. You can't do that. He threw his gloves into the crowd. Tried to pull his tight ass jersey off, but you know Ohio get them extra tights on. Um tried to pull his jersey off, but they stopped him and escorted him out of the you know to the back to the locker room. And as far as I've read today, it's been confirmed he has left the team. He's off the team. Right. I saw Ryan Day in a press conference afterwards and I know they had words on the sidelines before that, but he said he'd have to get a full evaluation before he could comment on it. But he knows when you make a commitment to be a buckeye, it's for at least the season, and you're not a true buckeye, doesn't quit. Wow, man, he, he's really that he's turned on his player. Who is he? Who does he remind you of? That's crazy. But um that's crazy, and you know why else it's crazy, guys? Is because that makes two linebackers that have left this Ohio program. Two that he's the second one; the first one already put in for the transfer portal earlier. Now he's a second who just quit. I've never seen that. Somebody quit. If you guys have seen that before, can you uh, post it on the House of Hale Facebook page? Tell me when it happened. I love to see that. <laughs> I've never seen that happen before, but. They had two linebackers quit their program anyway, so something's awry. Good for them. Good for them. And the second thing is State narrowly defeated Nebraska, and that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) The third thing is Notre Dame beat Wisconsin. So you obviously know Wisconsin's gonna be pissed. They're one and two now. I can't say that enough. Um, And Wisconsin was favored to win in this game. But first things first. Let's talk about our little win over Rutgers and not to mention a very soggy tailgate. Very soggy. (laughs) We endured, though. We endured. So, anyway... Right off the bat, Michigan kind of did what everything or every what everyone thought they would. We went 17 plays for 74 yards right out of the gate, and we used up seven minutes and 36 seconds of clock doing it. And we ended it on a Haskins one-yard touchdown run to make it seven nothing. But then Rutgers they kind of answered back with a 13-play, 53-yard drive of their own. However, ending in a field goal to make it 7-3, Michigan. And, oh my gosh, how about that pass to roll? Any pass we see is great, and we all know it. We all know we're happy to see things we don't see often. <laughs> so, How about that pass to Roman Wilson at the beginning of the second quarter for 38 yards? Great pass, great catch. Then, um, we got to tack on 15 extra yards for the horse collar tackle. Thank you, Wisconsin. Which then made a pretty easy three-yard touchdown run for Haskins to get his second touchdown of the day. Um, Michigan would uh, go on to get two more field goals before halftime. And in those drives, Cade had some really nice throws, you guys. He did. He did. He had won to Cornelius Johnson for 23 yards and one to Mike Sandersstill for 51 yards. So at halftime it was 20 to three Michigan, and I felt pretty good about the game so far, but I'll tell you one thing that I dwelled on through the whole through all of halftime. It, it just gave me a bad feeling. um it was the decision to go for the field goal before halftime instead of the touchdown. I thought that was a bad decision. I would have gone for the touchdown personally, being the head coach that I am in my life. So, um, I feel like from that point on, um, that was really the end of aggressive play for Michigan. It's kind of like we were playing more not to lose you, do you know what I mean? Uh, we, just, I just, we would run the same play over and over again, and it wasn't working. Obviously, it wasn't working. Our two running backs combined, I think, just got over a hundred yards. Like just got over a hundred yards. They were getting a hundred yards each per game. Um, it was just over and over again, right up the gut, right up the gut, right up the gut, right up the gut. Right up the gut. Um. Yeah, we had 112 yards I have here. 2.9 yards a rush. And we finished with 163 passing yards, 10.2 yards per pass. That's not, I mean, considering we're in Big Ten play, guys, that's not bad. If we can get 10.2 yards per pass, I mean, that's a first down every pass average. That's pretty good. And, The stat that kills us the most is third frickin' downs. We went four and 11, and with Rutgers quarterback Vedral, if he wasn't read optioning us to death, he was passing it for these 10 to 15 yard passes that we would have soft coverage on or, or they would find the the passing lane. The passing lanes were crazy. I mean, you could have set up trucks in the middle of them. I don't know how they spread us out so easy. Um, great coach, you know, great coach. the The most frustrating part of this for me is Rutgers came out halftime with a lot better adjustments than Michigan. And that's a little scary. I really expected Michigan to make the necessary halftime adjustments to uh, open this thing up. And it never happened. Usually halftime, I mean, if you get the ball, you come out with a waste scripted drive, which Rutgers did. Um, But Michigan, it seemed like Rutgers adjusted for all of our shit. Michigan just thought, I know Harbaugh keeps saying, like, we're not in love with our stuff. It seemed like we were in love with our stuff, and we just thought our stuff could carry us through, and our stuff didn't. Um, Our defense was out there way too much in the second half. So many three and outs. Our O-line must have, I mean, we've got, they have more scheming to do. Our O-line got moved, how's that? <laughs> but, orange not you glad we won? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's forgiven. <laughs> we definitely bent, but we didn't break, we didn't, we could have, we, our, our red zone de- defense was really good. It, this it, if nothing else guys yeah it was a closer game than anybody expected or wanted it to be um but our red zone D was it was pretty good when it had to be and believe me I wanted a higher score um things didn't turn out great for old charlie on this one but I'm so happy to get the win regardless But listen, a couple people I want to talk about quickly. Eric All, Luke Schoonmaker, Mm -hmm. our special tight ends. Once again, what exactly do they do? Listen, if Michigan is to compete on offense for anything, the tight end play needs to change drastically. I think these guys have on Zach Zinner's club cast on their hands. I, I really do I don't understand. They can't catch a freaking thing. I saw plays where Cade went to throw to them and they how do you catch a ball when your back's not even facing your or your back's facing your quarterback? You can't catch a ball like that. They don't get their heads around and honestly, I don't see sound blocking from either of them. We have I've said it before, and I'll say it again, the tight ends are a huge they need to improve big time. This, they're, they're a huge part of this offense for it to work, and they're not working. And Gaddis isn't adjusting to that. Um, and another, another person I want to bring up, freshman Nikai Hill Green. I've been talking about him forever. I love this kid. Eight total tackles, six solo tackles, one tackle for loss, I've continued to sing this kid's praises every week, every single week. And, yes, I know he got a rushing passer penalty, and it wasn't a good call, though. Look at the replay. He pulled up. How do you call that penalty when a guy chests you, but his hands are in He pull. He's pulling up. I don't get that. Um, not a good call, though. And that's coming from me. <laughs> a Michigan fan. Um, I feel pretty good about our receivers as long as the ball gets there. Like, they have to be given at least a chance to catch it. I saw a lot of balls being thrown low. Um. I mean, we have a lot of good things going on as well as a lot of things to work on. Um... It was the first Big Ten game, and we have a lot to clean up. That's it's We've been exposed on certain things, but I don't think we've opened our whole playbook up either. Do you? I don't think so. But whatever, guys. We still managed to win, so let's enjoy this win. <laughs> our red zone D was great. There's something to build on right there. So... You know, the score was 20 to 13. Michigan victory! That's a win, baby. That's a win in my book. Would you rather be 4-0 and 0 or 1-2 and 2 like Wisconsin coming up? Um, Look at it this way. Notre Dame beat Wisconsin, who was favored, by the way, by a score of 41 to 13. 41 to 13. So let me ask you this question. Knowing that, Do you guys fear Wisconsin this week any less? No way. You're still like, it's at Camp Randall. It's Wisconsin. You don't, just cause they got blown out doesn't mean you fear them any less. So come on guys, just cause we won 2013 instead of 40 to 13, we won. A win's a win. Uh, Wisconsin would've, I bet you Wisconsin would've liked a seven point victory or a one point victory. Um, we play them at their house, and I'm sure they're gonna be pissed. And so will their fans. The, um, Cause got, the only touchdown Wisconsin even scored was in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, that's it was close game until the fourth quarter. Notre Dame went off the chain. They ran back a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, Then they threw a 16 yard passing touchdown. Uh, They got a field goal. Then they picked off Wisconsin to return it for a touchdown. Then the very same thing happened again interception return for another touchdown 41 13, Wisconsin beat, or Notre Dame before you have it. Um, So they had. In, this is just in the second half stat of that game. Second, because the first half was dead even. Second half, Wisconsin had two hundred and thirty-one total yards. Um. Uh, Forty-four Wisconsin. What am I saying? No, I'm I'm off the chain right now. Notre Dame had 231 yards and Wisconsin had 44 yards in the second half alone guys. The second half alone. That's crazy off the chain. Um Wisconsin was one in 1 of 15 in third downs. They had 75 rushing yards, 2.6 yards a rush. So don't feel feel so bad for us. And most importantly, five turnovers. Um I would bet well six six interceptions though so six i would bet wisconsin's nervous to put up a performance like that again especially at home so maybe paul chris dials it back and tries to go back to basics so with michigan going to wisconsin i'm sure it's on wisconsin's mind that they have lost seven straight to unranked opponents you think michigan's record's bad Um, which it is, everybody calls Harbaugh out on everything. Wisconsin's isn't good either, but they're constantly ranked above us. And um, just like Michigan, minus the loss, they probably got out-coached after halftime. The way Michigan matches up with with, uh, Wisconsin as far as their defense, our offense, isn't great. Our offense looks very beatable, actually, and yes, I do think something happened to Cade before halftime. um I think he took a hit he just everyone's saying it and and you can you could see it every like I said earlier, every pass was low, tons of ground throws. gotta get that ball up son, but he might have he might have taken a um a rough a rough rough hit. Um, but in the same breath, Wisconsin's offense doesn't look as good as our defense. Wisconsin is, they really don't have a big running back threat, but they're pretty big up front. I think the key to this game will be pressure on Mertz, uh, Wisconsin's quarterback. I think they will really try to be a run team until we shut that shit down. And I really think Michigan will, I think we will shut their run game down, guys. I i don't think it'll be like, like it was. I don't, I really don't. They're going to get yards on us. They're Wisconsin. But I don't think they're going to run all over us. I think once we shut that down, you'll see more of a switch to a passing scheme. And... This is where we can see just how far our own secondary has come. Um they're going to give us a bigger pass threat than Rutgers did. And look what Rutgers did. I mean, they just picked our lanes up. They just picked our lanes apart. So we we're going to have to do better there um defending the pass. Wisconsin held Notre Dame to nine rushing yards, you guys. I in no way think Wisconsin will do this to Michigan, though. But Notre Dame put up 239 yards in passing against Wisconsin, so that's hopeful for us. I'm not sure we'll get 239. It's not crazy, but. We'll see. Our, our passing game's not been proven to me yet. We'll see. Um, and I know with Wisconsin being one and two now, they definitely won't want to lose this one at home. They're going to be wanting to play in that jump around shit. And uh, it's a noon game, so we got that going for us. After seeing what Rutgers did... It's a little nerve-wracking to play a desperate Wisconsin team because they have nothing to lose, and we do. So with Michigan being ranked probably around 14 or 15 and Wisconsin definitely being unranked. (laughs) Oh, and keep this in mind, Michigan hasn't won at Camp Randall since 2001 and Wisconsin has won six of the last 10 from Michigan. But it will be a noon game, like I said, so that's, I believe that's an advantage for us, even though it's in as little as it is. It's not a night game at Camp Randall. Um, and with uh, our linebacker, Josh Ross, he's, uh, thank goodness, expected to be okay, because I thing I forgot to mention he left the Rutgers game early and um, that's when all hell broke loose on the field and they ran all over us and passed all over us Uh, but so that's another plus for us we're back to full strength and I think the six interceptions by Wisconsin's quarterback will be a tough thing for him to forget about by Saturday he'll try (laughs) but it'll be there I mean Now, as you all know, I don't know what the point spread is or any of that because I have to assume Michigan will be favored here because we're ranked and they're not. I think it'll be a close game and I think it'll be a coaching chess match or a coaching nightmare depending on how you look at things. I mean, Michigan averages 40 points a game. Wisconsin averages 19 points a game. Mm. Michigan allows 11 points a game. Wisconsin allows 21 points a game. The one scary thing is Wisconsin has only allowed an average of 25 rushing yards, you guys. 25! This will be their fourth game. They've only played three games. They've allowed 25 rushing yards. They've played Penn State and Notre Dame was two other games that's their two losses they've 25 rushing yards mm, that's impressive now with all that being said it's still wisconsin at home and this will still be a building game for michigan it, it just will because we don't know anything so the house of hail hunch are you ready Wisconsin at Michigan. The House of Hail hunch is Michigan 24, Wisconsin 19. What? Yeah. Even though I think the point spread will be less than that, I'm calling it 24-19. Michigan. And I don't even feel bad about the Rutgers hunch. (laughs) Get that out of your head. Because everyone in the country got that wrong. <laughs> um, so whatever, whatever. This one's gonna be spot on though, make your bets. um. Guys, remember to stay up to date on the House of Hail Facebook and Instagram pages with all Michigan happenings and House of Hail happenings. New merch happenings, huh, huh? and share all this with your good friends and family, maybe your enemies too. It's fine, it's fine. We'll get them. Um, and be on the lookout for new swag, because it's coming. It's here, I, have, I actually have it. I just need to post it up on Facebook so you guys can see it. And don't forget to message me for your free swag bag. And as usual, Thank you all so much for listening to House of Hail on your favorite listening platforms. Next time we meet, hopefully, and I know we will we'll be sitting at 5 and0. Oh. We will trust in the Harbs. <laughs> That's all I have, you guys. All right, I'll talk at you next week. Until then, thanks for listening to House of Hail. We those who stay will. Be champions. Go Blue!